0: Yeah. Longhorn notebook. Uh, so it's the first of our final two Longhorn notebooks, and uh, this one is basically about more um, football preseason stuff, because that is, after all, what we're talking. It's the whole preseason right now. High school football practices are underway. Tomorrow, the Longhorns hit the field for practice. Right now, as we speak, Sark is doing a uh, his camp opening press conference over on campus right now. And uh, toward that end, two more Longhorns have come in for preseason honors. Uh, You know, the Maxwell Award is one of those National Player of the Year awards. And I've had a lot of people ask me um, uh, and ask us over the years, and not just me or not just Jeff, uh, but also others who have worked here on the station, about the retired numbers inside of DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. And it requires uh, winning a National Player of the Year Award, not necessarily the Heisman Trophy, it, it, as long as it's a National Player of the Year Award. For example, uh, Vince Young won a Walter Camp Award and a Maxwell Award uh, and his name up there. But, you know, uh, that – it. it that didn't, of course, include the Heisman Trophy. But, of course, Ricky Williams and Earl Campbell's names are up there as Heisman Trophy winners. Well, uh, Xavier Worthy and Quinn Ewers both have been had their names placed on the watch list for the Maxwell Award, uh, which is given to the College Player of the Year since 1937, one year after the Heisman started. And uh, X was named to the preseason watch list for the second straight year. And Quinn Ewers named to the watch list for the first time in his career. So that's just, you know, more that. And as we know, Linda and I stopped at Starbucks on the way in. And and that and $6.15 will get you what Linda has from Starbucks. T- you want to tell everybody what your your beverage of choice is from Starbucks? Yeah, it's not too fussy. I mean. Some would say. <laughs> Go on. So mm-hmm. Triple Grande non-fat all right first of all triple grande for folks don't know that three shots that's three shots of espresso espresso. all right and a grande which is the medium-sized drink the 16 ounce right yes all right so three shots of espresso into that okay okay yeah non-fat milk okay non-fat two raw sugars and then two uh, two packets of sugar in the raw raw stirred Mm -hmm. in yes triple grande non-fat raw sugar latte. I have learned about that from her over time. It was like, if we're going to get married, you're going to have to, you're going to have to learn this, and so I did. So you're a quick study. So try to be uh, okay. Back to the text line because I know several of you have questions. Like I said, I'll get to as many as I can today, and it's quite simple. If you have something you've always wanted to ask me, uh, or just something that occurred to you to ask me before I get done uh, here at the Warren. What will it be? Longhorn fan in Denton says, "What's your favorite place to eat all time in Denton?" I know you mentioned Independent Hamburger Company; that'd be right up there. Uh, I used to love to go to Texas Pickup when it was there, and they get caught fire later and in there. But, but Denton Independent Hamburger uh, Company, Mike Barnett and his crew—they do a great job there. Linda lived in Denton for several years. Is yes. it, it, where, it was there a specific place you liked more than any other? Oh, Denton Independent Hamburger Company was really. On my list, for sure. Skip Johnson, the head coach at Oklahoma, was a big DIC guy. I also, when I was up there, liked going out. It's no longer in business anymore. The Clay Pot Eatery in Crumb, uh, where you could just eat tons, you know, and they had that big, giant block of cheese on your table, and you would get that eat off of that. The Ponder Steakhouse and Club, where not only could you get a good steak, but you could get alligator, calf fries, lamb fries, rattlesnake, and then other corn-fed beef, too. I that. think this was after your time, but Mr. Chopsticks. Mr. Chopsticks. Yes. Uh, chicken fried rice you ever Came after had. me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, wife and I are expecting our first child come October. Any advice for a new father-to-be? This is going to sound a little cheeky, but it, but there's really some truth in it. Most of the time, most of the time, do whatever your wife says on that. And the only reason I say that, it was going to sound cheeky, but here's what I mean by that. There's a constructive purpose by that. She has a better handle on what's going on with the newborn and how to deal with the newborn. So if she says, go and do this, go and do it. Um, I will also add this. Try not to over freak out early on, on little things. Trust your instincts on a lot, but try not to you know, worry too much if the child sleeps a little more or not as much as you think. And I know you can read all the the guides and things like that. Is there anything you would add to that, Linda? About I think being... that's great advice. Okay, yeah, did <laughs> listen to the mom. Okay, all right, uh, yeah. So there's that. All right. Uh, where did the nicknames Zeke and Zonk come from? I don't think I ever heard the stories from Greg, Greg Swindell and Keith Moreland. Uh, thanks. I'll miss hearing your voice. Um, I forgot the Zeke story, and and if he's listening, Zeke, you can let me know. Uh, For Keith, uh, Zonk, it was a nickname given him, uh, the character Zonk, from Mike Schmidt when he played with the Phillies. Here's one of my favorite gravy food items. Loco Moco, a staple in the Y. Yes, it is. Bed of white rice, one pound Angus beef patty, two sunny side eggs, and top of brown gravy so good. Must try if you have ever out there. I've been out there. I have tried it. I completely agree with you. I have a sister who lives in Kona. My late mom who passed away last November lived out there as well, and I tried the loco moco and loved it. I like the pancakes, the macadamia nut and coconut with coconut syrup pancakes better, but I had that the next day. The the um the loco moco is is really good on that. Uh <laughs> Somebody, oh, you had me at Grandy's gravy and rolls. That was it, Gene Watson. Haven't thought about Grandy's in years. Somebody else mentioned uh, Randy from Ohio moved out here eight years ago in sales. I do quite a bit of driving. Listening to you and Jeff, uh, thank you. You would thank you. Um, somebody said they don't sell old shoes because I. Then we had that one promo where I said I like gravy so much. I said I would have gravy on an old shoe or a hockey puck or something like that. Um, from Matt. Winning my first Longhorn basketball game this year. Good good for you. Uh, as I sat there, I wondered, where is Craig Way? And there he was, seven rows in front of me, doing his job like he always does. Made me think of the job he's done in the past, present, future. I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's uh, in a lot of cases, I have the best seat in the house. Not always. I it, it, Texas, I have great broadcast positions. Um, other places in the Big 12, some are better than others. Some significantly better than others. Or, more to the point, some significantly lower, and not nearly as good as others. I'm looking at you, TCU. (laughs) Name the sport. The football booth's in the lower, it's in a low point, and down in the corner of an end zone, right near the speaker there. But you adjust. Um, So and We've talked about the baseball broadcast position for visiting radio being up in the stands, actually. That can get interesting. Uh, Dan the Man, thank you for the kind words. Uh, As fellow Dodger fans who say go blue, I, you know, uh, I said congratulations to you and Linda on your partnership. Hey, I, I hope uh, that they do make a deal today. I don't know. I mean, you know, of course, Gene's in on that stuff. He hears it. Uh, mentors says so Mercer Mafia, uh, the two big mentors in uh, my life. Uh, you mentioned Bill Mercer, ninety six years and still cranking out hilarious emails uh, that I get from him from time to time. Uh, Bill Mercer, who. Uh, uh, was a uh, he's a World War II veteran on a gunboat in the Pacific. There, he always he told the story about how if w- w- if you're a a follower or a devotee of U.S. history and especially military history in World War II, you know that famous shot of General MacArthur wading ashore, the famous "I shall return" thing of the Philippines in 1944, and the cameras are showing him wading. Bill Mercer was with a gunboat crew that he said was was 100 yards up the shore. And he said the Japanese were still shooting at us. He said we'd cleared off enough of a beachhead for MacArthur to get way to shore and have the Stars and Stripes cameras shooting all that. And then they got him out of there pretty quickly while it went. But he was a great broadcaster, uh, did the Dallas Cowboys in the 60s. He called the Cowboys broadcast of the Ice Bowl. But he was more than that. He was also... Uh, a great newsman, and was one of the one of the reporters on duty for KRLD TV and television with the Kennedy assassination, which is coming up on its 60th anniversary in November, and was interviewed for a big documentary that's coming up on that, and was a co-author along with three other gentlemen of a book called When the News Went Live, and if you haven't read that book, it's a great book on the the, the Kennedy assassination weekend. But he was uh, a uh, uh, did the Dallas Cowboys and uh, did their play-by-play through their first Super Bowl victory, then moved over because he was always, he said, a baseball guy at heart, was the Texas Rangers' first broadcaster. In 72 and 73, worked with Don Drysdale, then worked with the, the late Dick Hoover, who came in and worked with him there. He went to Chicago, worked with Harry Carey on the White Sox for a couple of years, which he said were largely forgettable years <laughs> working with Harry Carey. But he taught at North Texas, for over 40 years and was the uh, voice of the University of North Texas, uh, Mean Green Eagles, for 35 years. He was my first mentor, obviously Brad Sham, uh, my boss for seven years, and uh, learned an awful lot from him, and and still do to this day, and we stay in regular contact. Th- those are two of my mentors. All right, so there's some... Um, some sampling of it. I'm going to get to as many of your texts, because I said this is for you today. You can ask me whatever you want to ask me, and I'll try to get to as much as I can all the way through the rest of the show. Up next, one final inconceivable when we continue to light the tower on the horn, 1049-1019-AM1260. We're live, local, and digital on the horn app and at hornfm.com.